Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Paper Ghosts is a production of iHeartRadio. I started with one cold case in particular and spent 20 years doing it. And I had heard about this story throughout my career. And finally, I was just like, okay, tell me about this. I want to know about this. And I didn't have a body, didn't have evidence. I didn't have nothing. I had a story. Cold cases, an inherent part of paper ghosts, have taught me a lot about the men and women who dedicate their lives to solving these long-forgotten stories of the missing and murdered. My name is M. William Phelps. I'm an investigative journalist and author of more than 40 true crime books. This is the second of two bonus episodes of Paper Ghosts, Season 3, In Plain Sight. During the Illinois State Police's initial investigation into Tammy Zawicki's murder, and in the decades that followed, law enforcement looked at a number of known or suspected serial killers. 
It was William James Bannister, a truck driver from Colorado, who was arrested in July 1993 for the attempted murder of a 14-year-old girl. Police searched his truck and found bloody clothes they thought could have belonged to Tammy, but ruled him out as a suspect in her case. There was Bruce Mendenhall, known as the Truck Stop Killer, a long-haul trucker from Southern Illinois. He was arrested in 2007 after decades on the road and ultimately confessed to six murders. Investigators believe his body count is likely much higher, but were also unable to connect him to Tammy's murder. If you've listened to this season, you've heard me talk about Bannister, Mendenhall, and other truck-driving serial killers who initially looked good for Tammy's murder. But there's one serial killer I haven't spoken much about yet, who was also looked at as a potential suspect in Tammy's case, a guy who could be responsible for kidnapping and murdering more than 50 women between 1987 and 1994. A guy that confounded police for years. Larry Dwayne Paul. I'm going to say that this man is fascinating, but not for any of the reasons that you might think. He's not colorful. He's not intriguing. He's interesting because he's none of that. He's very plain, very soft-spoken, very uninteresting on the surface. Lori Howard is a former deputy sheriff with the McDonald County Sheriff's Department in southwest Missouri. Many of the locations she worked in were less than an hour's drive from Sarcoxy, Missouri, where Tammy's body was discovered. Lori spent much of her career looking into cold cases in the region, specifically young women who went missing or were killed in the late 80s and early 90s. I was then trying to develop kind of geographically a timeline and chronologically, why do I have all of these girls and who came first and how were they killed and where are they you know, geographically on my timeline? What interstate runs through there? All of these questions that you ask yourself. And I had five or six of them all within maybe a hundred miles of me. This is how I became involved with Miss Tammy Zawicki, because Tammy Zawicki is not in my jurisdiction. Lori was trying to identify a victim she named Grace Doe, whose remains were found in rural McDonald County back in December 1990. Larry Hall's name came up as a possible suspect, not just for Grace, but for a number of young women who had gone missing in the area over a period of years near this time, including Tammy Zawicki. I had a friend working on the Springfield Three, and, you know, that's up the road from me as well. And she said, I think this guy bears looking at. And so when I started looking at him for Grace, I obviously started looking at Tammy um, but I did look at Tammy very thoroughly because I wanted to know, okay, if I can figure out everything there is to know about Tammy, I can then recreate what happened, hopefully, to Grace. And it's going to tell me who she is. By the mid-1990s, Larry Hall had been on law enforcement's radar for years and was a suspect in a number of missing person cases, 
most of whom were young women and girls. In 1994, Hall admitted to killing 19-year-old Tricia Reitler, a college student who vanished a half mile from Indiana Wesleyan University's campus the year before. Trisha's body was never found, but police identified Hall as a potential suspect when they were investigating the kidnapping and murder of another teenage girl, 15-year-old Jessica Roach, also abducted in 1993. While searching Hall's home and vehicle, police found a number of suspicious items connecting him to both victims, including knives, rope, a mask, along with a collection of newspaper articles and notes about their disappearances. Hall would go on to recant his confession, something he did quite often. Local police suspected that he was a chronic confessor, a wannabe, looking to take credit for crimes he saw in the news but didn't commit. Other agencies, including the FBI, were not convinced. If you're a fan of true crime television, you've likely seen part of Hall's story play out in the Apple TV Plus limited series, Blackbird. The show dramatizes an FBI informant's attempt to befriend Hall and get him to reveal the locations of his suspected victims' bodies. Ultimately, the informant had some success and was able to help investigators prove Hall's involvement in both Trisha Reitler and Jessica Roach's murders. In 1995, Hall was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Since then, he has continued to confess to dozens of homicides, all of which he later recanted. Still, law enforcement working a number of those cases believe Hall is their guy and that he may, in fact, be one of the nation's most prolific serial killers. It's part of the reason Lori Howard decided she needed to speak to Hall herself. I had talked with Larry at length about all of the horrific things that he um, did to young women. They were graphic in depth. He never missed a beat. He never actually had a lot of inflection in his voice. His affect was very calm, telling me about these gruesome things. But while we were talking, they brought him lunch. And he begins to eat and then stops almost in mid-fork and apologizes to me for eating in front of me. I was taken aback because I just thought that's what he is sorry for. According to a psychological profile done by the Department of Psychology at Radford University, Larry Hall was antisocial, had a low IQ, and was often teased by the other kids for his speech impediment. He was raised in a home located on a cemetery in Wabash, Indiana, and he and his twin brother, Gary Hall, were often ordered to help their father, a church sexton, bury bodies and tend to the graves. Larry's brother Gary has described him as very awkward, quiet, and backward. Someone who had a hard time fitting in and also had violent tendencies. I've studied Hall myself and had brief contact with him. My opinion about Larry Hall is that he's a vicious psychopath who knows exactly what he has done and takes enormous pleasure in playing cat and mouse with law enforcement. Lori Howard agrees. 
I do think he is simple-minded, but only on a social level. I do not think he's simple-minded when it comes to forensics. I think he's extremely meticulous, and I do think he's capable and has hurt many women. And for all of the serial confessor that he's been labeled, there's truth in there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. After graduating high school, Hall found work as a janitor and developed an interest in the American Revolution and Civil War, so much so that he began traveling the country to attend and take part in battle reenactments. Authorities suspect he committed many of his murders close to the historical sites he visited. Today, he's at a medium security facility in Butner, North Carolina, which is where Lori Howard went to meet him. She asked Hall about the girls on her list, starting with her unidentified Grace Doe. I spoke very briefly about a series of girls. Once he shoots me down and says, you know, I'm not responsible for Grace, then I want to know, okay, well, tell me more about who you are responsible for, because I've got a list here. Let's talk. Utilizing her vast experience in interrogation techniques... Lori had a map brought in, 
Then she began listing off names of victims and locations, carefully studying Hall's reaction to each one. I want to know about Dana Stidham. And he says no. And I said, okay, I, I need to know, talk to me about Trisha Reitler. He absolutely would not talk about Trisha Reitler, but he did not deny Trisha Reitler either. And then Hall, forever one to try and change the narrative, did something unexpected. And yet also completely in line with the psychopath that he is. I was just about to finish and hadn't yet finished the, the girls on my list when he said, but the Springfield three, we did kill them. And so then we started talking about the Springfield three. I said, I want to know, where are they, Larry? And he said, okay, we're leaning, the two of us are leaning over a map together on the table, he and I. And he said, they're buried in the Mark Twain forest. And I said, no, that's not, that's not going to fly. The Mark Twain Forest was huge. You can't throw out they're buried in the Mark Twain Forest. And so he then begins to kind of narrow that down for me based on the map and what he can remember. The only way to know if Hall was telling the truth was to search the area he indicated in the Mark Twain Forest and locate those bodies. The problem became, however, that the Springfield Three case fell outside Lori Howard's jurisdiction. So she called the Springfield Police Department and shared what Larry Hall had told her. Or, at least, she tried to. Unfortunately, to some degree in law enforcement, there, there are egos. And I think that they did not really want to readily accept the idea that I might have information that they had not either previously looked at and disregarded, or they already had kind of pigeonholed a suspect for that case and didn't really want to go outside of that. And so I learned they had eliminated him in their own mind. During her conversation with Larry Hall, Lori Howard brought up Tammy Zwicky. On paper, Hall was the perfect candidate to have abducted the 21-year-old college student. Investigators were never able to corroborate his claim, but in 2010, Hall confessed to the abduction of 20-year-old Lori Deppis, who went missing just four days prior and a few hundred miles away from where Tammy Zawicki was last seen alive in Illinois. Hall denied any involvement with Tammy's murder. And as difficult as it is to believe anything the man says, Lori Howard thinks he's telling the truth when it comes to Tammy's case. Regarding Tammy, not only does he not take credit for Tammy, there's some things with Tammy that are, for me, stand out. Geographically, Tammy was in the right place at the right time for him. He was three hours and 45 minutes away. The time frame works for me. What doesn't work for me now is she was wrapped in a blanket. She was also wrapped in a sheet and she was duct taped. Those things do not, do not fit with Larry Hall. He would never do that. He would dispose of them potentially with rope, but he would never, you know, wrap a, a, a red blanket or a form-fitted sheet that came from him, from his van and leave that, especially with duct tape. He just, he's never been known to use duct tape. 
like myself, Lori doesn't believe the circumstances of Tammy's murder fit Larry Hall's M.O. It's just not how the guy operated. If he'd abducted Tammy, there's a good chance no one would have found her body. Because if there was one thing Larry Hall was good at, it was hiding his victims well enough for them never to be found. Larry's way, preferred way of killing would be what? Um, he really wants to pretend, at least in that first few initial seconds, that this is going to be a reciprocal relationship. That he's going to ask this young lady out or this young girl out, and they're going to, one, want to get in with him, or two, want to be in his presence. So he will go and ask them out, or he will ask them if they want to ride, and then is astonished when they fight him and then becomes incensed to the point that, you know, that he ends up killing them rather graphically and brutally. Falling in line with many of the people I've spoken to, Lori believes Tammy was likely murdered by a trucker. As for Grace Doe's identity, Lori finally got her breakthrough thanks to advancements in DNA and forensics technology. I did not know this until much later on. That was the first time that that had ever been done in the United States um, to reconstruct with just images. Uh, one, I think it was like one millimeter images of, of MRI. So my email pops up and it says, Lori, meet Grace. And that was the first time I'd ever had a picture of her. And so then, you know, fast forward years later and DNA evolves and develops and here we are. We now know who her family is. And so Grace is now Shauna Garber. Lori Howard spent nearly 20 years searching for the identity of Shauna Garber, never giving up on every last lead and potential piece of evidence. Breakthroughs like that are rare, but it's a reminder that hope only dies if we allow it especially for families of these victims and their chance for justice and a semblance of peace. And that hope is what drives Lori Howard. I want to tell you the reason I do what I do. I got a phone call from Shauna's brother, and he said, we really want you to come to Shauna's funeral for her burial. And I was moved that they would even ask me, and I said, I want to be there. I want to be there, but I can't be. And it really upset me. And so then he calls me back the day of the funeral and he says, I think it's important that you know, Shauna's headstone reads Shauna Grace Garber. He said, because she was Grace as long as she was Shauna. It meant something to me. It meant a lot to me. I mean, that's just one of one of a thousand stories, of course. If you want to learn more about Larry Hall and his crimes, and even hear from Hall himself, listen to episodes 32 and 33 titled The Man in the Van of my other podcast. Crossing the Line with M. William Phelps, wherever you get your podcasts. 
I take a look at Hall's crimes and focus on two of his victims' stories. And you might even hear Hall confess to yet another murder. Paper Ghosts is written and executive produced by me, M. William Phelps, and iHeart executive producer, Christina Everett. Additional writing by our supervising producer, Julia Weaver. Our associate producer is Darby Masters. Audio editing and mixing by Christian Bowman and Abu Zafar. Our series theme, number 442, is written and performed by Thomas Phelps and Tom Mooney. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.